When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Uh, yes, indeed, it certainly is. Good morning to you on this Monday morning summer breakfast on SEN. Sam Hargraves in for Sam Edmund. And, of course, a man who has been the stalwart of summer breakfast is here. And uh, it was a, there was a market forming about whether after what I'm told were just wild 60th birthday celebrations, <laughs> whether Simon O'Donnell would actually be here this Monday. But he is all present and accounted for. Good morning, Scooby. Sammy, good to see you. I, didn't, I got my Sam's mixed up. I didn't realise you were coming in this morning. I would have, you know... Dap it up a bit. No, it happens. Uh, there, there's a lot of Sams. There's a lot of Sams here. We shed one. McClure now uh, gone, but yeah. Sam Edmund and I. Up to the speed. Well, that, that's, for, that's for others yeah. um, to make that call, yeah. but uh, that, and often get mixed up. I yeah. remember someone saying, "Oh, get you're a diplomat." You. I met someone recently. They said, "Oh, you're one of my favourite people on SEN," and I said, "Oh, thanks, mate." And then uh, someone else came into the room. He goes, "Hey, have you met Sam Edmund?" I went, "Ah." Oh, <laughs> Uh, Sammy's having a little hurry. He needs his break, Sam. Mm. He just gets a bit tired and he's only small. And, so and does a, a bit. Packs a lot into a day. Yeah, he does, yeah. Well, he says he does. I, I, I still think Sam's more talking a big game more than playing one. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm sort do of you, at with him. Do you but reckon he's done working, that? We're working through a few issues, the two of us. I mean, we have been able to over the summer break. We've had a, you know, started a long period out. together. It felt tense when you started oh, out together. Genuinely. Genuine. Genuine friction. Yeah, genuine friction. What did you put that down to? Oh, just his smallness. <laughs> I wouldn't be much bigger. No, you He's know, in a lot better a nick than rotund. me. rotund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rotund. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm a bit more rotund 605 than both together, unfortunately. Self-esteem but... shot to pieces. <laughs> now I'm older and wise, I'm going to do something about that. But yeah, well, uh, older for, by, that's older by for the sure. Buy. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a hell of a lot of wisdom there. How how was your, your your celebrations? How was your birthday? How did you spend it? I hear I played with, golf. Yeah, and with real with friends, heavy hitters too. Not just from a golfing oh, sense, but uh, we had to sign a uh, uh, we had to sign a confidentiality agreement. The circles the you move in. I was because you were at Lindsay Fox's uh, boat party oh, uh, from do, New York uh, to wherever that went. You know, Bill Gates was in town for the tennis. Oh, hang on. Are we drawing the dots no, here? No, I'm not. But, you know, Read between the lines. I move, you know, like <laughs> Bill was around. You know, he was around. Why do you think Bill just came in for the tennis? Well, we thought. Yeah, well, you thought. We thought. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's sort of thrown that out there to think, oh, they won't, you know, the paps will leave me alone now. You know, I've been to the tennis. They've taken their, they've had their photo mm. opportunity. I can now move it in a little, a little more privately, less, you know, more yeah. discreet way. More personal Setting, yeah, and you know, so those nearest and dearest to, to me, including good to catch up with the great man. <laughs> <laughs> anything you can, anything on the horizon you can tell us from a oh, no, stock or few, technolo- a, technological point of view? A few things we're going through. What's you know? the next window's going to do? He had a poor seventh. 
He had Did a four he? seven there on day two, four seven. Well, he's always had the accuracy, but never the the range, never the distance. No, no, he's he's a bit of a yeah, I call him the Billy Dunk of our group. You know, so just keeps mm. hustling up the middle without. Yeah, with too much fanfare. It's not a lot of show, you know. No. It's sort of dour stuff. Yeah, and low. Dour sort of. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, I think he's, he's 9.5 degree you know, driver type scenario. Yeah. You know, if you're a low flying bee, he'd take you out. You know, if you're <laughs> pollinating, he might just take you out while it's happening. So, but we played a lot of golf. Um, we laughed and uh, was was very good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I Up at Cathedral? I didn't have to play. No, it wasn't Cathedral. Of course, as I said, it was a confidential. Well, I would have thought up there, but a number no, of fair people enough. have said that. You know, yeah, uh, it was a private course. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those in Australia well, are there? I'm not sure. Two. How many there are. <laughs> but two. It was a private course. Um, and, um, How many holes in total did you play? I played fifty-four. Fifty-four. Hang on, let's add these up. Thirty-six on Saturday, which knackered me. Yeah. 18 on Friday. Yeah. And nine yesterday morning. That's 54, isn't it? No. Is that more? Yeah, it's more. You were 54 with 36. your 36 and your oh, 18. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. I was 63. Yeah. Sorry. Maths. So you've, you've almost played. So, as you know, um, Lucas Herbert and Minwoo Lee are playing the Dubai Desert Classic, they're, <laughs> they're getting out there. Yep. Um, uh, Jason Day was playing uh, at Torrey Pines mm. when uh, Max Homer won that. Um, you were doing a, a similar thing. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. At a similar yep. standard? Yeah. Uh, standard, probably a little less. Although, I played some nice holes. I played some bad ones. Yep. But had a, had a lovely weekend. Sam. I played golf it. yesterday as well. I heard. Royal Brighton. Mm. That's a good track. <laughs> what I love about it is Brighton. It's probably sitting on the most expensive real estate in in mm. Melbourne. Thirty seven bucks for eighteen. Can't go wrong. As I asked you this morning, who owns who owns Royal I don't, Brighton? I don't know. I sp- it has to be the council, doesn't it? Well, is it council I, run or is it is there a no, committee with it's, a chairman? It's a, it's or? A, I think a, there's a company that run it because they run a couple of courses around the place. So they probably have a lease with. Brighton Council and they run it and because mm. I, I was looking at joining the, the club, but it, 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 there's the the golf club isn't they don't run the golf course, but it has a good good clubhouse, doesn't it? Uh, I don't. Is Brighton I'm, has a good clubhouse. I haven't seen it because you go there and it's just the, the the pro shop and the change rooms, and there's a little shed that uh, I actually uh, broke the window accidentally once. I just uh, picked. Pulled the wrong club. The joint? Pulled the oh, wrong. Oh, while well, you're playing. Okay. Pulled the wrong club out of the bag on the 18th. There's a little hut that's behind the the green. Pulled oh. the wrong club out. Flushed it. Gee, Just a two club you've lengths. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. You need to get to know the course. That's okay. Yeah, it was probably what the thirtieth time I've played there. So now I feel like I'm. Mm. I've, no, I've, what you're doing? Yeah. But I three putted. I would have three putted just about every hole. I had an eagle opportunity on second, drove the green. Right. Three putted. Well, you've played one of those two. Well, have you played both the private courses? You no. I'm lucky enough that um, through the good graces of of, of the chief here, um, Hutchie, nice enough to to take a few of us up to Cathedral, and it was. It's. I think it's my favourite place on earth. No, it's, a, it's a it's a lovely place. Not that I've been so there. So here. <laughs> so here. Uh, 
Ray off the text, 0433981116. Have Gary and Tim retired? No, um, but they will be back. Bigger, better. I think next, tomorrow week, they're back. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Tomorrow week. Monday week. Monday week. Tuesday week. Do you think they'll be fresh? Oh. You reckon they'll be fresh? Absolutely. Stories to tell, <clears throat> yarns to regale us with. So they left, what, June last year? <laughs> Well, Gary was often making the joke that Tim uh, <laughs> Tim finished up quicker than the school kids did because <laughs> Gary stayed on a, a bit longer. <laughs> he didn't stay on much longer. <laughs> I've never known that But now they're time. very much in alignment. So um, we're looking forward to having – but do you know why today is a massive day for us, Simon O'Donnell? Yes. Huge, huge day for huge. us. Huge. Maybe one of the biggest days – on SEN Radio, because we're, we're, about to, we're going to give away a prize after 8 o'clock that is as equal to just about any. I mean, Gary and Tim do give away um, Feb, eight, uh, Feb 14 is when Gary and Tim are back. Feb 14. Just got a text from the boss. She doesn't sleep. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Go to sleep, Sam. <laughs> You're not due in here uh, at this stage, but thank you for letting us know, uh, our boss, Sam. Um, so Check my dates. Have I got to remember the 14th? Maybe. So this is a very big day. Don't get distracted. because and, and I need you on point for this because you have a massive responsibility in it. So Gary and Tim do give away the, the, the Toyota uh, every year, but this wouldn't be far off that as being one of the greatest prizes that have been given Apparently away. Apparently they're bringing forward the Toyota giveaway next year just to fit in <laughs> so they don't have to come in specially. <laughs> so they're going to give it away mid-June <laughs> for the boys take that. In the cooler climates. Uh this prize today will be given away. Flights to you and a mate, to the lucky person who's the last fan standing. So the last fan standing competition. Flights to you and a mate to Delhi. Five nights premium five-star accommodation. Ex- attend a sports luncheon with SEN's commentary team, including Jerry Waitley, who's going to join us after the winners announced. <laughs> Corporate hospitality at the cricket. $1,000 spending money. None of this possible without Maccas. But the last fan standing competition has been running through summer. You have been a pivotal part of that over the last three weeks, as has Dwayne Russell. I have had nothing to do with it, so it's only right that I be here now to yeah. get all the glory in giving yeah, it, helping give it correct. away. But you will be steering that ship. Um, 30 finalists have all been notified that they are into the final. They've all been allocated by random selection a number. The first cab off the rank will be with us after 8 o'clock. Could mm-hmm. go all the way. 11 questions and the last fan standing will win one of the greatest prizes ever that we've had on SEN. They certainly now, could we be any more excited for that scoop? No, I, I'm so, I get a bit tense too leading up to it. You I know, know you do. I feel for people that are coming on, on to um, to have a crack because it, it's it's very worthwhile. It's it is. a great country. In what I can't have you doing today though is is becoming and because you are a man of the people, and you do feel for the people, and you like to help them along the way. No, no hints. No hints. None. Today, nothing. Zero. This is business. No, this the is other the pointy Sam, end. Little Sam. <laughs> yes. Little Sam, vertically challenged Sam. Right. Who rides bike lot? L- loves, loves loves to get bike. out there on the treadley. Uh, he he's the hint man. Sometimes I've had to just pull him up and say, "Woo, no hints." So I thought it was the other way around. My no. to my ear, you have been the soft of heart, the, the the generous of spirit. No, no, I'm. And if I was, there must have been a very good reason behind it, and that probably was that we were running out of time to get to the news, and I needed to maybe 
get through mm. a couple of questions a little quicker. But in general, no help. All right. Well, that that is that is the, the number one focus for us here today right. to make sure that that goes smoothly. Good. We have a worthy winner. Yep. All the finalists have been notified. They know where they sit in the batting order. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 contestant who's going to be opening the batting will be with us after eight o'clock. So we're very very excited for that. Just on your birthday before we finish up. Yep. So are you to say? So just. Explain the rundown of the weekend and how your birthday unfolded. How many people were in attendance of this? Well, some people have parties. I'm not sort of a partier. <laughs> uh, and I, thought, I would like to play golf. So right. we that was the theme. And those who were, you know, the, there was only six couples. But part of that was there was another birthday in that party. So we sort of had half each. Are you happy to share the limelight? Well, his was a bit more low profile than mine. <laughs> I like to sort of not as big a name. You know, I set myself out there, you know. Um, so we we played golf. Wasn't a cricketer. Of, well, wasn't golf. a cricketer of the year at any point in time. No, no, no. 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 caps champ. Uh, didn't have any. <laughs> so that was pretty easy to see who was going to be the boss. And I took over that mantle for the weekend, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But we played be- very good golf, and we had a couple of dinners and mm. a lovely bottle of red wine from work here, which isn't that nice. I had a little little taste of that, and had a gorgeous time. And how are you feeling after your? your I, big... I feel pretty good. Yep, that's a lot of golf for me in a short period of time. Sure, uh, I feel pretty good. But you know, when possibly the the uh, assistance of um, anti-inflammatories wears off, that possibly is when I'll know that things have gone a bit awry. Because I, I have taken So today is not the day to ask you. Tomorrow I'm is the day. I'm thinking tomorrow, Wednesday, is going to be when a bit you'll more so we'll get a, where I'm at. We'll get the trainer's report from oh, you. My word, you will. Yeah. I'll, I'll be still here. It won't slow me down. I'll be in here. With whatever Sam shows up, I'll be here. Don't you worry about <laughs> Edmund, that. Edmund, Hargraves, Thompson, you know, who knows? Just because there's no battery in his light this morning, he doesn't come in. You know, he can't pedal the bike over the west gate. <laughs> Seriously. Well, you're either committed to the bike life or you're not. That's what we've always said. SEN Breakfast is for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. Uh, Dave from Mern to stay there. You've got a very, very important question to ask Simon O'Donnell uh, a couple of days after the great man's birthday. I've got a question I want to ask too. There was a, a report that foxes are getting more and more audacious uh, and confident in about the way that they get around uh, Melbourne, uh, taking uh, pets and kind of things. I think there's another species that's getting just as audacious and out of control, and I want to address that. Uh, as we ramble on uh, for the first hour on SEN Breakfast, Simon O'Donnell, Sam Hargraves, you can call us one 736 736 or you can text us, Text to 0433 The McCafe menu today, newly signed Gold Coast son Noah Anderson. Lou Fleming's going to wrap up the Australian Ooh, Open. Novak Djokovic winning his 10th Australian Open title. Jared Waitley will have questions without notice. And, of course, after 8 o'clock, we will find out who is the last fan standing and heading to India. All thanks to Maccas. This is SEM Summer Breakfast. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
Uh, Sam Evans going to be back tomorrow. In the meantime, Sam Hargrave. Simon O'Donnell, of course, has been the stalwart of SEN Summit Breakfast, the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. Uh, just before we uh, continue on our ramble scoop, Dave from Mernders rang with, a, I think, an incredibly important question. Dave, hello to you. Yeah, good morning, Sammy. Uh, good to have you back. Uh, Thank you. I noticed you haven't been in here for a little time, and I'm just um, curious about uh, one kilo of ribeye steak and um, mm. whether whether that's available at this point or whether you might have to settle for some potatoes. Well, that is a wonderful question. I think you're alluding to that the last time you and I did uh, summer breakfast together, Simon O'Donnell, I believe there was a little wager. Just amongst uh, some friends. Can we say friends? Crowds at the Adelaide Oval, correct? It was the over and under. Over and under, which I thought I'd chosen correctly, but you then pointed out I was twenty-seven thousand, not twenty-five. Yeah, correct. So yeah, so I won that particular little parlay. You organised that, but yeah, okay. Wow, integrity being called into question. Let's call it a win, okay? And what was the? what was to going to the winner? I was giving you a lovely Neil's ribeye yep. uh, at the weight of one kilo for mm. you to cook on the barbecue, and you promised not to slaughter it and cook well, it. That's already been done, hasn't it? As well, but slaughter it as in a, a proposition of eating it. Yes, not ruin it. Not ruin it, which I did on Christmas Day, unfortunately. But um, always next year. Unfortunately, our paths haven't crossed me to. That is uh, absolute rubbish. <laughs> that uh, is the, absolute rubbish. We're going to see you about 17 times. Oh, three? Maybe three. And because of your lack of trust of the fridges here at SEN, <laughs> well, yeah, I've got, I have some to demons. know I'm seeing you. Yeah, now, that's I see true. you this morning. You didn't tell me you're coming in. Otherwise, I would have probably We were on a group text it. yesterday, but you, we, I understand now why you weren't responding because your, your birthday festivities, your well, three-day birthday. I, I rarely respond to Brooksy's texts. Fair enough. I don't, I don't think I give you much. Really? No. Just all the information about the show that we're yep. about to do today yeah, and all the guests still, that are going to yeah. be there and everything yeah. that we need yeah, to be still across. Not, giving us a lot of not enough for you. What Listen, else What I'm else would you like in there? Weather I'll report. I'll tell you what I'd like, and yeah. it's a pretty important morning. I notice you've changed the subject nicely from where my ribeye is, but keep going. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, the ribeye's coming when you let me know when you're going to be here. Because sure. I, I know with this, the ham incident oh, yeah. of yesteryear, that and others, not, and other items too. I'm not prepared yep. to come in here and say, Sam, your ribeye's in the fridge, mm. bottom floor, left-hand side, you know, top shelf. I'm not prepared to say it because if someone gets wind of that and then yep. it disappears, now we've got, you know, ham gate, we've now then got ribeye gate. Yep. We're, no steak Sam, I'll be, instead yeah, of no, no yeah, ham correct, Sam. Correct. So now I'm one ham I Sam. I don't want to go down that road. You don't want to create another nickname for me, is correct. that? Correct. I don't want to go down that road. You're it's a generous man. Very, very generous man. So uh, I'm very happy. I, I did ask you this morning, you, you, oh, Beauty, you're on for the week, thinking I can fulfil my obligation, and then you've said, no, I'm only here this morning. So you'll disappear out into the ether again and suddenly bob up. I'll probably just go home, to be and honest. Yeah. Dave from Myrna, who I know is your cousin, will then <laughs> ring up and say, have I got the ribeye yet? Dave, keep ringing in. Um, <laughs> people need to be held to account in this world. <laughs> And, and I appreciate you doing so. This is another one for you here, Scoop, too. Uh, any chance you could have led us into uh, last week, winds of March? It wasn't last week. It was yesterday. But he, Yeah, but you could have let the people know last week to, to, to get on winds of March, your horse. How did it do yesterday? It won by three and a half lengths. There you go. What was it paying? $8. How responsibly. 
it's hard to do this. It's hard. It, Good end of the It's week, hard really, to gamble responsibly it? if you're not tipped yeah, into no. the winner, which is what Roy is trying to point out here. Yeah, I'm sorry, Roy. I, I forgot. I, I would have loved to have let the family know, but I sort of I I overlooked it. You're on a bit of a, a purple patch at the moment. I you're a bit of a cheer yesterday too because he came out of the pack. Yeah. Uh, hey, hang on. Let's keep it realistic. It was a benchmark 58. But you can so only. You're only as good as the race. Is, keeps yeah. improving. You know, he's only had nine goes at it, and now won a couple of them and placed a few times and get into his trip because he's out by Tarzino out of a Monson mare. Mm. So I always thought mile and a half's his go. And he whipped around him and out of the pack yesterday after a very good D Stackhouse ride. And I gave a little cheer turning for home. I haven't given a cheer for a while. Wow. A little, go on, big fella. And homie saluted by quite a margin. So he might just have some better rate and not, not big, big races, but he just might have some better races in store. He might see the city track at some stage. Ooh, there you go. At so some stage. You called him homie. Pardon? What did you call him? Big fella. No. Did you say homie? Or uh, did you have a little nickname for the horse then? No, you? no, I didn't. I'm hearing things. So winds of March. Yep. How old? Four. Four? Nine starts. Nine starts, four. And the last two wins have been very impressive. Packing them over 2,000 and yesterday in particular, over 2,400. And that's what he's bred to do. He was bought three years ago to do exactly what he's doing yesterday. When's he running again? Well, Just we'll for the people? See how he pulls up. And you know I'm, I keep a little bit like yourself pretty close to my chest. Well, that's what Roy's saying. You've kept them too yeah, close know, to your I, chest. A bit, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't in the, the racing frame of mind on Friday. It was just getting into your birthday mode. Yeah. Who do I have? JD. Like seriously, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm coming in here every morning. I'm not sure which Sam's going to be here. Well, Ian Healy was and here earlier. You're getting I, confused. I, I, get a, I get a text from Sam. I'm thinking there's Sam's coming at me from everywhere. And the, the next thing, JDS is sitting there. I'm thinking, oh. Yeah. So, mate, I've got to Next bring you know, in all Ian these... Healy wandered in this morning. Yeah, Heels wanders in earlier. I've <laughs> That's got to bring real. all these different personalities. And, and mate, it's hard enough to keep up with my own personality because I'm thick as a brick, let alone keeping up with three other ones, and I don't know which one's going to be there of a morning. Well, they don't ask for much, the SEN family, but all they ask, to, if you've got one, share. I, mean, I apologise, Roy. That I'm blaming more the family, internal family in here, yep. for my miscommunication or my non-communication because I was confused. I wasn't sure which Sam was here or JDS was here. So I wasn't. Just in that last five minutes, two issues raised, two very flimsy excuses offered up from you, Simon O'Donnell. Well, there's a Bill Laurie for you. Uh, Simon O'Donnell, Sam Hargraves with you on Summer Breakfast. Let's get into the newsroom. Uh, A little sports update scoop for Toro, above or below ground. You can count on Toro to get the job done. Uh, There's a question I want to pose to you in a moment. Because I think there is a, a species that is getting out of control and needs to be reined in, getting more and more um, bold in mm-hmm. in the way that they go about their business. But uh, first and foremost, um, last night, how much of the tennis did you see Novak Djokovic tenth Australian Open, Open title six three seven six seven six over Stefanos Tsitsipas, now tied with Rafa for twenty two majors, ten from ten, which is quite extraordinary. Yeah, ten from ten. Um... He loves this court. They say it's his own, and he's probably got a pretty good case to plead for that. I got through the first set in a bit before mm. I went off to La La Land, and I thought he was in control from the first game of the whole match. 
Yeah, it, it, it looked to be. So only three people have got double-figure um, wins in a particular Grand Slam. So Rafa's 14 from 14 French Opens. Margaret Court was uh, 11 Australian Open wins. So only three uh, have won 10 or more of a particular slam. Um, he was uh, overcome with emotion was Novak. Deported last year, then had the three-year ban overturned. He, he came on a mission. It's a real serious 180, isn't it? Deport, yeah. Deported to <laughs> deported champion. Uh, had to battle the hamstring awareness, um, and he had to battle the crowds as well. Did you notice that? That all throughout, there were, he had a pocket of, of fans that were very big for, and, 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 and in his corner, but every time that he felt like that the crowd was with the opponent, Mm. It sort of seemed to stir him up a bit. He, Nick Kyrgios pointed to this a few years ago, that he wants to be loved. He wants to be like Rafa and Roger. Doesn't quite have that kind of relationship. But but it, to his credit, he uses it to his advantage. He spins it, and it sort of sparks him a little, I reckon. As much as he, I think it flummoxes him and he's flabbergasted by it. Yeah, he's good. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Not, not 100% sure what his motivation is, but he, he's as... Well, you know, he'll, he'll win more Grand Slams yeah. and be the greatest of all time from a Grand Slam winning point of view. Sitsa Pass reckons he already is, said in yeah. his oh. concession speech. It just makes it just makes really good players look ordinary. He has mm. this ability. And, and the amount of points he win, crucial points he wins, you know, th- those big players, and, and Rafa and Roger are the same. And we've had this, this era. Mm-hmm. These three extraordinary tennis players, you know, when when it's game changing points, so often they win it. Yeah, but, you know, I'd love to see the percentage of, of saving match points, set points, and winning match points, set points, etc. He doesn't seem to make mistakes, does oh, he? Uncanny, just ice, just ice through their veins, as if wow, you know, this, this doesn't, you know, the, the, their perspective of keeping this point just as any other point. Now, so all the coaches, everyone always says, oh, I might just treat it like another game. Well, sorry, mate, it's a grand final. It ain't just another game. There's other emotions mm. that will click in here. They just seem to just hold this level of um, yep. commitment to just it's – another, it's another point, but they can also lift it a percentage to, to add a bit more to it and enjoy doing it because they can you know, showcase their skills as if they're having a hit in the backyard with someone – Having a bit of fun. It's, it's amazing what they do. When you separate the person from the player, you just focus on the player. Under, like they're, they're, I don't know. I don't have, quite have the adjectives to, to be able to put into words just how good the guy is and, how, and, as you say, how bad he makes good players look. And he used to just be he would wear you down, but now he's actually a bit more aggressive. And I think, I think he's spoken about the fact that he doesn't have that many years left, so he doesn't really want to get into the long rallies Anymore, a couple of interesting things though that I noticed: a strange celebration that has been described. He pointed to his head at one point, pointed to his heart, and then his hand went below the camera line and below the waistband to point somewhere else, and had to address that. And he said, "I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You need a head, you need heart, and you need, and then just let it let it go." <laughs> and also, he's blaming his team for already sewing twenty-two on the jacket because they could put your jacket on and he put his jacket on and he already had twenty-two. Oh, that that was very cringe. Oh, that was a particularly that's, cringeworthy. Mm, that's a bit. But um, I, I can, don't want to say a bad word about him. No, as a player, he, he's just an outright superstar. Can I ask you this? 
given that he has just never had the the adulation that some of the other guys have had, which I'm not criticising him for. But can you think of someone who was, let's say, he's Sitsipas says he's the greatest. Let's say he does finish as the greatest. Can you remember someone in their sport, the greatest, who wasn't particularly that well liked? John McEnroe. I think people loved McEnroe. Jimmy Connors. But no, but this guy, he's he's better than them because he's going to. Oh, well, well, I think so you're in another comparing sport, you, him. No, to no. Can you think of someone players? in another sport oh, okay. who was the top of the tree? Should have listened to your question. Yeah, that helps. Uh, the top of the tree, but not particularly well liked. Good question. I, I need to zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you yeah, can think back. of someone who was the 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 best of the best, the greatest in their sport, but wasn't particularly loved. One three hundred seven three six seven three six zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Norman in Australia was loved, but but maybe not so in the US because he was he was he's been at, at it with the PGA for a fair while. Even as a player, he was player was he? I think so. Um, by the way, Brisbane Heat beat the Melbourne Renegades seven wickets with seven balls left. Uh, Xavier Bartlett was the player of the match, had three for 18. Usman Khawaja made 59. Sean Marsh got dropped on five, but then an unbeaten 82. Uh, so the Heat will now play the Scorchers Thursday, uh, but they will be without Usman Khawaja, um, Matty Renshaw, and Marnus Labashain, which is going to be very hard to replace. While we're on tennis, the men's final, I thought, was a bit flat because the Joker was in control of it. The women's final on Saturday night was a ripper. Wasn't it great? Absolute beauty. Um, Sabalenka beating... Rebuckina. Well, Rybakina, but Bakina, whichever way you want to put it, so in, in three sets and three really powerful, they? tight, tough sets. It was it was a beauty, entertaining, entertaining. Yep, that was an yep. epic, epic women's final. And how excited were we to see Jason Kubler and Rinky Hijikata win the men's doubles? Yeah, it was good. Little energizer bunnies, those guys up and about. How's that happen when you have doubles teams that travel the world to play doubles? These guys said, oh, let's play this tournament, same as the the Kokonakis and Kyrgios did last year, and they win the tournament. Mm. How's that happen? What do you mean, how's it happen? Well, there's guys who, their, their whole life, they play doubles. Oh. Tactically, the way they move, knowing when to move, when to go there, when to go there. Yet last year, the Super Ks or whatever we nicknamed them, they won, and that's the first time I'd known them to play in a Grand Slam tournament. These guys just got together because, you know, they're here, let's play doubles. And they win it. I'm thinking, if I was a doubles player around the world, I'd be thinking, look, maybe I'll be finding a new partner pretty swiftly because these two blokes come on the scene. Yes, they've played a fair bit of tennis, but they're fresh, and they just win the doubles title. Well, I've said this for years, that when the Bryan brothers and the Woodies finished up, it's going to take a long time to fill that hole. I've said it for years. Mm, well, tell you what, I think you're quite right. Uh, that's a sports update for Toro. Above or below grounding and count on Toro to get the job done. On the 40 oh. Wings Temper Tech, 0433981116, consumer choice. Good name. Winner, temper mattress, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. The call of the year is back, by the way. Monday, the 30th of Jan, you can call up from that point on SEN Breakfast for your chance to win the brand new Toyota. Uh, Gary and Tim back from the 14th. Uh, we'll get through some of those texts of who reached the top of the tree in their sport but wasn't particularly well loved. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, we're talking about that off the back of Novak Djokovic. Simon O'Donnell, Sam Hargraves with you on Summer Breakfast for Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value. 
Casino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Simon O'Donnell's here, Sam Hargraves in for Sam Edmund, SEN Summer Breakfast. Uh, Scoob, you spoke to up-and-coming Aussie surfer Jack Robinson last week. Now, the World Surf League Billabong Pro Pipeline starts tomorrow morning, Eastern Daylight Time. It's going to be live and exclusive on Fox Sports and free via KO Freebies up to Saturday, so the 11th of Feb. We're going to be keeping a close eye on Jack Robinson, uh, ranked number three in the world at the moment, so that's very exciting. Mm. Um can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you can. We'll speak more about Novak um, after 7 o'clock. Noah Anderson, newly signed Gold Coast Sun. He's extended till the end of 2025. I was reading a report the other day that um, foxes are getting more bold in and around Melbourne. They're coming in uh, from the forests <laughs> or wherever they reside. <laughs> this is uh, David Attenborough <laughs> channeling yeah, him. Yeah, okay. And I thought, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'll tell you who else is getting incredibly bold. The shirtless Aussie male. Now, in days gone by, you would go down to the beach and see people, obviously, shirts off, enjoying the the sand and the sun and the fun and the water and the surf. And then you'd see the guys running along the beach and all of a sudden there's no shirts when you run anymore. I thought, okay, well, that's just exercise and you just don't want to be encumbered by a singlet. With your sweat, just let that drip where it may as you go about your business. And I always had a rule that once you step across the footpath along the beach side of the road, that's when the shirt or the singlet goes back on. But ever so slowly, the shirtless Aussie man has been encroaching more and more inland, where it is deemed to be acceptable now just to get around with nothing on top. And I wondered when this became okay and why we haven't called it out and maybe put some restrictions around it previously. Because I was in Southland yesterday. It's a bugbear of mine because it's mainly guys who have done a fair bit of work on the rig and, and seem <laughs> very, very keen to show it. And I was in a cafe recently, close-ish to the beach, and someone came in and I went, oh, yeah, you've just come out of the water, you're sitting there. But I thought they're just coming to say good day. They sat there and had a whole lunch, shirtless. And then I was in Southland yesterday. We went to the movies, the beautiful Evie and I. Just got a couple of moments away from Charlie Bear, uh, thanks to her folks for having him. And just wandering around Southland, just doing a bit of day-to-day stuff, was a bloke shirtless. Mm. And I thought, this has gone too far. This has gone too far. When did it become acceptable just to be shirtless? Now, I don't... I know when it became unacceptable. When? Oh, I don't know. 35, 36... For you, <laughs> would you have gone to Southland no. pre thirty five thirty six? No, I like the footpath rule. That's a beauty. I like your footpath rule. That makes when sense. When you cross the footpath onto the non beach side, back the on. gear goes back on. No, with you, with you. So I'm just wondering why we think, and and I'm wondering I'm why sure how you got the foxes with the. Oh, just, but, just a way to build in, just a, yeah, a current yeah. day story about a, a species of animal getting a little bit more yeah. bold and brazen. Well, well, I was just going to say, let's shoot the foxes, but let's not shoot <laughs> the people without the shirts on. Hey, at the moment we're brainstorming, yeah. so no, no, I'm not. Oh, adv- of course, we're not. Adv- table, no, we're not advocating <laughs> for that. Of course, but we are brainstorming at the moment. So, look, that one won't. You know, that was the old saying, running up the flagpole and see if anyone salutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we won't get any takers there. But something needs to be done. 
And if you are a shirtless um, liver, if you live that life of a, of a, of a shirtless person getting around mm. non-beach areas or non-aquatic areas, then t- I'd like you to ring in and explain yourself. Mm. And is it just because you want people to see the work that you've done in the gym and hope that people will be impressed? And I mean, I'm wondering what you hope for the outcome to be of that. If you've gone the no shirt to the supermarket or to Southland, as I saw one bloke yesterday, what do you? What's the What's the end game there? It's are you just thing. hoping that, that Are you just thing. hoping that someone's going to tap me on the shoulder and say, "Hey, listen, your rig is just magnificent, and would you like to get married?" Or I don't. What What is it? Well. Yeah, man, I'm not sure how to... You've hit me with a couple of curly ones this morning, and this being one of them. You know, firstly, the comparison with the fox and the shirtless. <laughs> I found that difficult. But now you know, I'm thinking there's a bit of a you know, personal anxiety in this. You know, a bit you know, what I used to be. Well, no, and I never have been. I've never with... had no. I've never had a rig that was worthy of well, being revealed. You, know, you and your Bendigo mates, I've heard different at times that you know you didn't mind strutting around a public bar. You know, no, I, I did though. We scantily clad. A, a, my, none of my mates, only a couple, would have a rig worth uh, de-shirting for. But a couple of them and I were. I remember at a cafe in St Kilda, nowhere near the beach, the other side of St Kilda, and we walked out and we we're walking down the street, and three blokes were walking towards a shirtless, mm. and none of us are in any good nick. But a mate of mine just took his shirt off and got scoffed at by the three blokes. And he took umbrage to that scoffing. Oh, no. And maybe he turned around and gave, oh, a few, no. No. <laughs> gave a few little pearls of wisdom oh. to the three blokes who looked him up and down in utter disdain oh, when he got his kid that's out. That's asking for trouble, that is. Uh, 1300 736 736. We'll get your thoughts on the other side of this on Summer Breakfast. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Weather update for City Power, supplying power to homes in the CBD and inner suburbs. 18 degrees currently. We're heading for a top of 22 today, Scoob. And uh, off the open line, 1300 Adam in St Kilda wants to address the issue I've raised about the ever-bolden or becoming more bold and brazen, the shirtless Aussie man encroaching very much away from the water and aquatic areas, just into everyday life with no shirt on, and I'm not a fan of it. Adam, hello. Hello, Simon. Scott, you know, I live in St Kilda near Alma Road and West Bistrian. When I'm walking through Alma Park to do my exercise, like walking around the Oval and sprint over the pedestrian bridge over Dan Laurie, you've got blokes, shirtless blokes, exercising near the public, exercising place where you've got... Work on structures and do your weights and things like that. And I don't think it's necessary. I've got fair skin. I wear a hat and sunscreen because I sunburn easily. Oh, and this is this is an interesting message that Adam's brought up, Scoob. The slip, slop, slap to be sun yes. smart. We did give exercise a, a, a pass, though, didn't we? Yeah, I, I think exercise gets a pass, but hmm. when you're finished, hmm. let's you know, whack the, the yep. dry fit straight on. Uh, we'll keep taking your calls and keep sending your nominations too. Have you got a couple of names that have jumped off the page for you, Scoob, of the uh, those who reached the top of the tree in their sport but weren't particularly well oh, luck? There's some, uh, some beauties that come in, some rippers. We need a bit of time to go through them. We will go through those. a lot of them.
Uh, we're going to be joined by Donald Bradman might be on the list. We're going to be joined by Noah Anderson after eight o'clock. We will find out who the last fan standing and heading to India is. One of the biggest prizes ever on SEN. Eight fifteen. All thirty finalists have been notified. They've been given their number randomly. We cannot wait for that after eight. Stick with us on Summer Breakfast. Kino Go now in Victoria. Up to twenty million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Uh, welcome back or to Summer Breakfast, whichever category you fit into. It's wonderful to have you on board this Monday morning. Sam Hargraves in for Sam Edmund. Simon O'Donnell has been the stalwart of Summer Breakfast and he is all present and accounted for after a big 60th birthday celebration weekend. Hello again to you, Scoop. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> still good to be here. Why are you welcoming me again? Well, oftentimes there's a new audience that would join at around this time. Where have time. these ones come from? Well, varied places, but we'd just like to just let them know who's on the show and welcome them back in. And if they weren't aware that it had been your birthday over the weekend, they might send in some well wishes. I can explain all of this to you off air. Well, you could have let me know that you were on with me this morning. I came in thinking I was going <laughs> we to get were on a group text Shorty yesterday. Edmonds and you weren't there. You, we you were here. on a group text yesterday. I wasn't prepared for you. I, I thought, oh, you know, so I bring in a different game face. Sammy <laughs> We've Edmonds. had an hour to get adjusted. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, we've got people texting us through the rules about when uh, and when it is not appropriate to be shirtless around them. The Good nominations question. coming through for the people who got to the top of their sporting tree who weren't particularly well loved. And we'll speak more about uh, Novak Djokovic. Extraordinary achievement. 10 Australian Opens from 10 Australian Open finals. Now but the f- 22 slams. Yes. Uh, but this is a very, very special day on SEN. We're giving away one of the great prizes that have ever been given away over the last three weeks, the last fan standing competition with your good self, Scoop, and with the pipe on Dwayne's World. Last fan standing quiz is now down to 30. This is the finale today. This is for all the kit bag and caboodle, the whole box and dice. It all comes down to today, where each of the finalists have been given a random number so they know the batting order. We will do that after 8 o'clock, this extraordinary prize, which is all made possible thanks to our very good friends at Macca's. Very excited to be giving that away. Mm. And, well, not, we're not giving it away. Someone's going to earn it Correct. after 8 o'clock. And I need you to Go not be – I need you to be on your game. I need you to be sharp and, I, and no clues yeah, well, I, I get a bit edgy. No, stop going on me. I'm not a clue man. Not a clue, man. I'm not sure when right. you were listening. But I just want to make that very clear. I would hope our family says, I, I haven't been a clue man. We'll get back to that in a minute because uh, speaking uh, of a, a young man um, who is good enough to not only uh, have a chat to us, but to get up at 6am, his time to do so. Mm. Uh, newly signed um, till the end of 2025 now. Five, five or 8k, that's uh, good enough. Probably has. Oh. Uh, that's the discipline he brings to the table. Yeah. One of the, the, the main reasons why the Gold Coast Suns are a rising force uh, in the AFL at the moment, uh, a highly sought-after signature, which they've been able to keep, is Noah Anderson. He's been good enough to jump on the line. Noah, hello to you. Hello, guys. How are you going? Thanks for having me on. Well, we're wrapped to have you on. Congratulations on the, the new contract. Was there ever any doubt for you that you wanted to extend your time uh, on the Gold Coast? Um, no, no no doubt, really. Um, it was a pretty easy decision, I I've always loved it up here and have never had any doubts about about going back home. So um, when the time rolled around, it was pretty straightforward. How hard to settle up there, no? You had such a decorated you know footy career down here, or schoolboy footy career 
underage footy career at at Kerry mm. and representing Victoria, etc. How difficult, you know, after the the draft and then heading to Queensland. At what stage do you think in your head, no, I like this place, this is for me? Um, I think it's, it was a little bit strange um, for me and Rowley included because um, as soon as we came up, COVID hit and we were kind of forced to stay um, in Queensland for our breaks and our holidays. So in a way, we were almost forced to live here um, and then that was kind of the time where I realised how much I loved it up here and didn't want to go um, back as much on holidays and little five-day breaks. So um, we talk about it uh, pretty funny, but almost um, th- that COVID really made us love it up here and learn to live up here full-time. So, yeah. But the season we had uh, your coach on a little earlier in the year and uh, and he, he loved... You know, the commitment he was getting from that younger brigade, and, and you've just spoken about it now and shown it uh, by signing a, a, a long-term t- deal. For all you younger guys that are going to be the future of the footy club, it, it seems to mean a lot to you, It'd be very important to you, that you, you, you form a base that's going to springboard Gold Coast into something special. Yeah, that's right. Um, we've got a lot of internal confidence that the group we have here um, is the group that's going to bring this club success and the most important part is keeping it together. So we've already built really good relationships with each other. Um, we all really like spending time with each other off-field and we feel like on-field. Um, we've got the team and the personality and the individuals to do it. It's just obviously still a lot of hard work to get there, but um, it's exciting. So where where does the improvement come from this year, Noah? You've spoken about the, the commitment that you guys have got. Um, you and Rowley till 2025. Jack Lukosius is there till 2026. Ben King coming back from that knee is signed till the end of 2024. So those pieces seem to be locked in or are being locked in as we speak. Where does the improvement then come from as a group? Oh, everywhere, really. I think just the way um, we play together is always going to continually improve. Um I mean, I could start highlighting little individual things like our Team D needs to be better on slow play and our forward entries need to be better. But um, they're all the kind of things we're working on in the pre-season. But um, it's good that, like you said before, those individuals have all decided to, to stay around and we're really confident um, that we're going to keep improving. Um, talk to me about the influence that Took Miller has up there. Obviously, we know he's one of the elite preparers, one of the elite runners and elite players in the competition. And... What we know, too, is that one of the elite people, and I've got a feeling that he's going to be, when it's all said and done, maybe one of the most significant figures in the Gold Coast because when he got there early, he said, I'm here and I'm going to, I want us to stand for something. I don't want us just to be a place where you can find a bigger contract somewhere else. We're here. I believe in what we're doing. And he has really set the tone and the standards and also helped create the culture from the outside looking in. Tell us from the inside looking in how significant a figure he is at that footy club. Um, yeah, you said it pretty well. He's he's so important internally for our footy club. Um, as a young player walking in, you kind of look um, at what the best players are doing, and all you had, it was pretty easy to follow what he was doing and and realise that if you followed what he was doing, then you were going to become a pretty good player. So um, he's so impressive with the way he keeps looking on ways to improve his game. Um, he's so passionate about the football club and he's so willing to share his knowledge with our mostly young playing group. So 
um, he's such an important figure in our club and I really love working with him. No, you've had your you know, three years up in the Gold Coast now. Mm-hmm. With what you know and what you've experienced in AFL footy, when's the best period you think is for, for you as a, a dominant player within that team? We've seen you improve year on year, which has been absolutely mm. fantastic. Where do you reckon that peak is for a Noah Anderson? Um, good question. Um, I hope um, I try and not use my age as an excuse to to wait on things. So I hope next year. Um, I'm just really excited to continue to improve my game, and I'm I'm working really hard on that. And I'm working with, um, like you said, um, Tuk and. Dave Swallow and our midfield coach Stephen King and um, I feel like that I can take another step forward in my individual game next year and hopefully that pushes the team forward. When it comes to a place like the Gold Coast, Noah, um, there's a lot of conversations around minimum contracts and what the length should be for draftees. You've got to live an experience that's a bit different and it's often with the Gold Coast Suns and the Giants in mind that we have these conversations how long do you think it, that the minimum draft contract should be? Would you like to see it extended or do you think it's fine how it is? Obviously, it hasn't affected you because you've committed, but did you have a view yeah. on that as that conversation was happening? Um, not really. I, I didn't really put too much thought into it. I've My decisions have always been really easy personally. Obviously, signed a two-year extension pretty much straight away and then this one. So for me, it's been perfect, but Maybe for other individuals, um, a longer contract straight away might be beneficial for the club because it, now they know that they're here for longer, so they have to settle in. Um, I think it's always going to be different. Um, I think if you extend it to four, then you'll have the debate about should it be back to two. So um, it doesn't really phase me. No, the summer it seems to be going along swimmingly. We're we're, we're hearing good news. Uh, I, I think Ben King's about ready to to um, lace the boots back on. Uh, there's that real feel of of optimism amongst your group. Yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, this time of year um, we're fit and we're firing. So we're at the end of a pretty big training block at the moment. Um, the whole group just got up to the Sunshine Coast, so. We've got a few training sessions up here, so um, the boys are really enjoying each other's company and um, really feeling optimistic about how the year started. I think we take for granted sometimes, you know, when you just say there, you know, a, a training block. You, you just say, you know, pre-season's hard um, and the, yeah. the boys are going to go through it. When you say a training block, when pre-season starts, do you, you, you know, it's, that's just a constant build and then when do you start – trailing off and doing more ball, ball skills than you do running? Um, well, um, this year, we've, as a club, um, our high-performance um, manager, Alex Rigby, talks about it, but um, probably three or four years ago, we were um, the club was just running the boys because um, they weren't fit enough. So every year, progressively, they've taken out less running and more ball skills, which probably is starting to show on the field a little bit. Um, so the players came back in really good nick this year. So we haven't had to do that much running at all. So it's been good, which has been uh, beneficial, obviously, um, to the way we play and hopefully it shows on the field. 
How um, what, how did you how do you, how are you feeling this year as a group? No, we're speaking to Noah Anderson. Uh, extended till twenty twenty five with the Gold Coast Suns. Picked two in the twenty nineteen draft. All across most of last year until uh, Dewey had his contract extended. The the spectre of Alistair Clarkson loomed over. How keenly was that felt internally as a playing group? Did did, did it feel like you were responsible for whether he got? And I know it's, this is not how it works, but do you guys start to feel like with all that speculation that gee, it's on us if we don't win, then Dewey's on the way out, and maybe Alistair Clarkson's here? Did that stuff creep into your thinking at all with what was happening for your coach, or does it get pushed out to the side and barely mentioned? Um, it, it wasn't really mentioned. Um, I think there's a general understanding that um, you need results in, in football. So we knew that um, probably early on in the year that some of the results weren't heading our way. So, um, And you know that um, I think there was just a feeling of um, we know what we're trying to implement is going to work and is working, but the results aren't coming. So we just had to keep sticking to the process and trusting that the way we were playing was going to get us results and ended up having a um, a good year in, in terms of the club's history. Well, no, we uh, hope it's a really successful year in the club's history and hopefully uh, for, for Gold Coast, the club and, and the supporter base as well. And, and for you personally, this is the year that finals are, are reached. Good luck with it all. We can't wait to see it progress through the season. Congratulations on your new contract. Well done to you for committing to the Gold Coast Suns. I think it speaks volumes as to who you are as a person as well. Um, so we wish you all the best with it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Noah Anderson there, a Gold Coast Suns star midfielder who I'm still absolutely gutted uh, that his dad didn't play a few more games for Hawthorne because he'd be uh, in the Brandon Golds Cube. And as a Saints man, you're probably thinking the same thing about his old man, Dan. Yeah, he, his old man went down to the Saints for a while as well. But yeah. Just love listening to him. He's just yeah. a good kid on the way up and puts all, yep. all the effort and energy into it. Uh, you you love hearing a young fella talk like that. Yeah. He's just he's rising 22, I think, February. He's somewhere in middle of February is his birthday. So he's yeah, 21, rising 22. Gee whiz, hasn't he got a future ahead yeah, of him? He, all, all things equal, all, all going well, touch wood, no injuries that, that set him back. Average about, I think it was about mid-20s disposals, about six clearances a game last year. Had a very good season and has become a, a prime mover for them through the middle. And I love where he said it, it's never it never even crossed his mind about going elsewhere. Mm. He, he committed, the extended for two years off the bat, and then he's extended again. Um, they've spoken a lot and the Giants have spoken a lot about we, we have to be a lot, probably go dig a bit deeper in, in the recruiting of the players we bring up here because we don't want to just be losing them after their first couple of years and um, just helping them springboard into another club uh, or a different contract and get uh, to a place where they'd rather be. Having people that are going to go there to be committed to being there, mm. to want to create their own history, I think is is really important. And he clearly epitomises that for them. And even some of our our text line chat while we're talking to him, you know, they can already see the leadership in him, mm. that, that there's there, there's a future captain there, yep. um, you know, level head, trying to improve every year, you know, saying all the right things, but you can see he's saying it with a, a, a real mm. intent. And I don't think we can underestimate the, the role that Took Miller's played in this. Yeah. You know, a call to Cannon goes up there and, you know, never just committed himself to the place. And that's really starting to pay dividends mm. now with that younger group. So. And ruffled some feathers, Took Miller, when he first got up there. And when the talk of Steve May and Lynch and those guys mm. leaving, he went and said, well, if you don't want to be here, there's the door. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've just <laughs> and he's like, I don't care if I've just got here. This is by reports and, and um, this is 
I'm sort of ad-libbing a little bit, but but certainly the reports were at the time that he said, no, no, either be here or don't be here mm. and let's get on with this. Yep. Sick of all the talk about who's going, it's about who's staying. And yep. I'm here and let's – so him and David Swallow have been really crucial in, in building an identity and a bit of culture around the place and a place where people want to be. And you hope that you know they're doing that and doing that well and in those – tight, tense games, there's something now to look back upon and, and a commitment made by all that just makes that little point of difference. And the little point of difference can see them playing their first finals campaign in yep. AFL footy, which would be fantastic to see. 10 and 12 last season, maybe 12 and 10, 13 and 9 this year. Like actually, no, because there's an extra game. The bodies are a bit more mature this year, you know, than 23 than they were last games year. this year. So, Rao's probably, you know, adding a, a, another element to his game from what we have seen and previously. Ben King's the one. Oh, yeah. Get you know, him extended so as quickly as real, you can. They're a real chance. I, I love our SEN family, Sammy. I'm yep. falling for them. I'm falling for them. It's taking you a while. Yeah, when, when, <laughs> when we uh, talked about, you know, clues in the yep. quiz, yep. They've, they've run with that. Yeah, so Simon is clueless. Simon doesn't have a clue. Are you, are you clueless, Simon? So at least I was asked the question there to give an opinion all, whether I'm clueless or not. All bases covered. But I, I think this one, I think this one's, you know, it's got a bit of nastiness in it. Any clues as to when Scoob finishes up? Well, that, but hey, you're jumping to conclusions. That could be someone who wants to, who will be so emotionally distraught when you so. leave. I don't. That think they so. want to prepare themselves for that day. I don't think so. I, I know so. In I fact, so. I'm going to plant my flag in that. <laughs> I'll go he oh, that's if that's fantastic. not the case. Uh, uh, so SCM, he is clueless. Finally, SCM, I found out about it. SEM breakfast of the Kogan Money credit card pack full of value. After the break, we're going to hear from Novak Djokovic, uh, 22-time now Grand Slam in? winner. Straight sets win Novak. over. Uh, not as such. Uh, Stefano Sitsipas last night at Melbourne Park. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Championship point number three. To win a 10th Australian Open. Cross court backhand, Sitsi Pass. Forehand up the line. It gets uh, him stretching here. Sitsi Pass over the baseline. Novak Djokovic. He cannot be beaten. He's done it tough tonight. A worthy opponent who stretched him in two tie breaks. But Novak Djokovic has become even greater than he was. The most dominant force on Rod Laver Arena in the history of the Australian Open making its move here in 1988. 6-3, 7-6, 7-6 in two hours and 56 minutes. Uh, Brentley called by our very own Brett Phillips. Novak Djokovic winning his 10th Australian Open title in his 10th Australian Open final and now joining Rafa Nadal as the winners of 22 Grand Slams. And if you didn't know that, he had it sewn onto his jacket uh, straight away, Simon O'Donnell. But all joking aside, that is um, a performance for the ages and that stat line is undeniable. No matter what you think of Novak as a person, as a player... Um, Stefano Tsitsipas, his opponent, who had a chance in the second set, was actually probably playing better tennis in the second set than Novak. just couldn't convert that to take the set. Um, Stefano says that he is the greatest of all time in tennis. Your thoughts on that performance? Well, um, 
I find it extraordinary just how good he is under mm. under pressure. I, I, I don't think I've, I've seen a player at that level of the three that we've seen in the last decade, Nadal, Roger, and Novak. It's, it's, it's quite extraordinary the way they play and, mm. and how good they are on crucial points. And in any sport, that's what everyone says, you know, being able to perform when the pressure's really on. These guys have done it day in, day out, and possibly this guy a little better than the other two, history will will say, because he will have more Grand Slams. He's equal now with Rafa. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time until he takes that, that title. Because what they used to say about Jordan was the reason why they believe Jordan was the greatest of all time is because it was six from six. Mm. So there were those who won more titles in the NBA than he. But he did it every time he got there and was the MVP every time he got mm. there. Now, I know there's four Grand Slams, but... 10 from 10, that is quite a phenomenal stat line. And, and there are different 14 from 14, though, at, at, um, at Roland Garros, he's, he's very tough. This is Novak on how the win felt for him. Second set, he was a better player. He had his chances, didn't use them. He had a set point. Um, you know, I just held my nerves in both tie breaks on second and third. And, uh, yeah, it was a huge relief uh, and release of the emotions in the end. Um, yeah, just... Uh, Difficult to, to find any additional words, really. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a long journey, but a very, very special one. Um, what next for Novak Djokovic? Well, he spoke about what he's driving or what is driving him moving forward in tennis. Of course, I am motivated to win as many slams as possible. You know, at this stage of my career, these trophies uh, are the biggest motivational factor of why I still compete. So that's the case, uh, without a doubt. Um, you know, I, I never really liked comparing myself to others, but of course it's an, a privilege to be part of the discussion of, you know, of, you know, as, as one of the greatest players of all time. And if people see me this way, of course, it's, uh, it's, it's very flattering uh, because I know that I give as much as effort and energy into trying to, you know, to win slams as anybody else. Um, and I, I still have a lots of motivation. Um, let's see. Let's see how far it takes me. I really uh, don't want to stop here. I don't have intention to stop here. I, I feel great about my tennis. Um, I know that when I'm feeling good. Um, physically, mentally present, that I have a chance to win any slam against anybody. So I like my chances going forward. Novak Djokovic uh, on what's driving him now moving forward after equaling Rafa Nadal on 22 grand slams. On the other side of the news, we'll keep talking a little bit about Novak because we asked the question before, he's he's such an intriguing uh, person within his sport that he is for some now, the greatest of all time. And Stefano Tsitsipas said the same. And we asked the question before, who else has got to the very top of their tree in their sport to be considered the greatest of all time, yet not universally loved, mm. which is a strange place to sort of be in. It doesn't always go hand in hand that you are the greatest 
and the most greatly uh, respected or loved or, or, you know, to get the adulation that some others get, like a Roger gets, like a Rafa gets in that sport. We'll keep talking about that. one 736 You can call us any time. Uh, call of the Year is back on Monday, the 30th of Jan. Call up SEN Breakfast for your chance to win a brand new Toyota. You can text in on the 40 Wings Temper text 0433 Let's get to April in the newsroom. 23 degrees in Melbourne. The UV index today is predicted to reach 11 thanks to SunSmart. Getting down to a low of 16 tonight, then cloudy, 23 again tomorrow. And the run home with Andy Marr and Andrew Gaze is back this afternoon from 3 on SEN. Considering last year's event, I was a bit more nervous coming into Australia. didn't know how you know, I'm going to be received and by the people. But, you know, I mean, overall, it was a very positive experience. Um, Again, I wouldn't be able to do what I did in Adelaide and here if I if I wasn't feeling good, you know, on and off the court. Of course, there were uh, things that were happening, you know, so events of last few days, you know, with my father, that were not easy for me to to handle, uh, especially at this at these stages of uh, last stages of uh, of a Grand Slam. But I had to keep it together. That's why I said in the first question, answering the first question, that it, it took enormous amount of mental and emotional energy to really keep it tight, you know, keep my focus. That's Novak Djokovic on being able to keep focus despite so much happening off the court, Simon O'Donnell. And it's part of this conversation. And when we're speaking about the greatest uh, in this conversation, him and Rafa and Roger, we're talking about the greatest in men's tennis. Um for those who are texting in, 0433981116. So one of the things that was happening and always tends to happen around Novak Djokovic is that he's not often – the pocket of fans that love him adore him, but they're often, uh, I suppose, out – well, out they're out-barracked by whoever the fans are supporting who's on the other side of the net. He doesn't ever seem to be the guy that the whole crowd – is behind. It's been an interesting thing throughout his career, and Nick Kyrgios has pointed to it, thinking that he, you know, he wishes that he was like Roger and Rafa and and was loved like them. But it's never quite been the relationship he's had with crowds, even before the deporting. Um, and it was the same again last night, where he seemed to get frustrated by that the, the fans were clearly in the corner of Sitsipas by and large. But he he's got this incredible way of turning that to his advantage, and actually it sparks him and, and fires him up. But it is an interesting place where he sits, where he's for for a lot of people now the greatest of all time, yet he's nowhere near the most loved of all time. Yeah, that, that's a that's a long and distinguished list. The not loved of all time, <laughs> but have have made the best of their sporting ability. I, I think that you know, in there lies the strength of Novak Djokovic. Mm. Is, is doesn't matter. Yeah, you love me, I'll still I'll win. You, you dislike don't. me, I'll still win. Yeah, uh, he, he he handles either side of that um, emotional challenge uh, of whether the court's with him or not, and, and and his record proves that. Yeah, his record proves it. So I think it's sort of water off a duck's back in a way that he just goes about his business, and you know he has his people around him. Uh, you know, some things are, are difficult to take. He mentions his father there that. Yeah, there's some emotion in the way, but it still didn't crack him. No. He's a bit like Shane Warne, if you like. You know, Warne could have these extraordinary pressures off-field mm. going on and his, his life falling apart. And he'd go out and become – and just be the, the player of the series for Australia. Yeah. You know, he, he, well, we he saw could, that in the documentary. Yeah, he, he could just – he could, you know, pigeonhole that 
and as soon as I put the whites on and walk out that gate, yeah. there's nothing else. And then have an O5 Nothing else in ashes, the world yeah. that I'm worried about by getting you out and taking that catch and contributing to the team winning. So you know, th- those those people, the X Factor, they have that ability and you see it so often. Because I was curious whether it was water off a duck's back because it it clearly in the games he responds to it. Like he, he points to his head and he – he gets you can see it frustrates him, but then to be able to flick the switch and almost use it as an extra motivator, I think is quite extraordinary. Oh yeah, yeah that's why he's so, a star. Who else was coming through on the lists of oh, those who reached names. the top of the tree, who were in the conversation for the greatest ever in their sport, but weren't the great, the most loved in their sport? Yeah, probably the one that surprised me most was LeBron James. That's come through came a bit. through a number of times, which I, I didn't realise. You know, lo- locally. Homegrown stuff, David Warner. Yeah, yeah, he's had an interesting relationship. You know, even, even before, before Sam Papagate, yeah. I think you know, he was, we're not sure where we are with him. Mm-hmm. Virat Kohli was another that came through. Oh, not in India. No, I know, but, but outside of. Yeah. yeah the, a couple of beauties. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> well, but that's after. What about before? Yeah, good point. Phil Mickelson. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Serena Williams. Yeah, has had an interesting loved, relationship. Always loved. I think she was, you know, always. Could, could it sort be, of ebbed and flowed it, with yeah, Serena, didn't yeah, it? Yep. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's a that's a great nomination. That's probably the best. So some fantastic nominations. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Tom Brady. Is a great nomination that's come through. Mm. If you're not a, if you weren't a Patriots fan, everybody else just <laughs> despised yeah. Brady. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I think everyone wanted them, wanted him at their club. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. It's not Brady this, Brady that. But, oh, Brady's available. I'll get Brady. Mm. Yeah, I don't. But he's he's not he's never had a, he's had a bad public persona, has he, Brady? Uh, I'm not a, an avid a couple, NFL follower. A couple of little things. People tried to people tried to create something out of nothing with that deflate gate nonsense. And I'm a Jets fan, and, and for Jets fans, Brady's and Belichick are evil incarnate. But I still thought that was the greatest beat up, one of the greatest beat ups in in sport. That whole deflate gate rubbish. Uh, but yeah, they they tried to find ways to bring him down. Ivan Lendl. Yeah, people didn't love Ivan, did they? No. <laughs> it wasn't the warmest of... <laughs> and he didn't give a toss either. No. Maybe people weren't a big fan of the Legionnaires hat at the time. Because as kids, whenever you were made to wear the flap hat, you're always gutted by having to wear that. You never, you can never make that look cool. If you were the one kid that had to wear the flap hat, and I had to be that kid at times, you'd just kick the... T- you're kicking, kicking rocks. <laughs> He did too. The yeah. white flap. By hat. choice, he wore that. Yeah. Keep the sun off the back of his neck. Keep him a bit cooler. Yeah. Wow, we. <laughs> Serena threatened to kill a line person. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know about that. Don Bradman's come through. That was we didn't find that out until later, did we? That that it was an interesting relationship that mm. Sir Don had mm. with some of his teammates. It, it, some of these relationships. Would have been fascinating to see them in the modern day under the microscope we can now put oh, them under. Yeah. You know, so, yep. so Donald Bradman is a classic example. You know, he, he was having discussions behind closed doors, and they were closed doors in those days. So you know, with, with the scrutiny now that's put on um, 
high-profile sport, you know, that, that mm. would all be out on the table. And it would be fascinating to see you know, which way people went. Uh, you can get involved on the 40 Weeks Temper Tech, 0433981116. Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks are serious about sleep. After the break, questions without notice, you can give us a call on the IMAR Insurance open line, 1300 736 736. Uh, 1-300-736-736. We'll have questions without notice. After 8 o'clock, of course, the last fan standing competition, all thanks to Maccas. Somebody will be getting a trip for them and a mate. Uh, brilliant accommodation. The red carpet rolled out for you. Meet the SEN test commentary team. One of the best prizes we've ever had on SEN. And we will find out and we will crown the winner of last fan standing after 8 o'clock on Summer Breakfast. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Uh, it's time for questions without notice for WD40. Register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. I'd like to give a shout out to the good people at WD40. All of our doors in our place creak, and when the little fellow goes down for his nap, nothing surer than to wake him from his slumber than trying to open one of the doors in the house. But I went out and got myself some WD40. Little on each one of those hinges. I'm swinging doors left, right, and centre, and oh, not yeah. a sound to be made, not a sound to be heard, and not a not a disruption to a sleep cycle. So, thank you to the good people at WD40. You've you've really helped out around our household. Uh, Richard in Narry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go for no, your life. Go to Richard. Oh, okay, Richard's in Narry Warren. Richard, hello. Good morning, guys. I was listening to you before about Djokovic and the crowd and the lack of support. And one of the things us Aussies are good at is loving the underdog. As much as we admire the strength of Djokovic, we'd just like to see someone come up from nowhere and knock the star off. And, and that's why I think he has the crowd against him. Nothing personally to him, but that most of us always like to see the underdog get up. That's the Australian way. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Richard, I, I think um, uh, your question or your observation leads me to my first question in questions without notice. Well, thank you, Richard. Uh, please fire away, Scoop. The, the golf in between the top three, including Djokovic, obviously, mm. um, you know, Federer is now done, and I reckon Nadal's not far off cooked. Mm. So that's going to be quite a, a golf to fill without those three there. Yet, yeah. yet, the Australian Open figures for people going through the gate was, was unbelievable. For this tournament. Unbelievable. Were the ratings? Not sure about the ratings as I think, yet. I think, the, would you agree that... Foot the traffic was up. Yeah, would you agree, though, that the that the crowd there speaks to, I suppose, the appeal of the event in a broader sense? Is it, it's a social thing as well. People would go there and maybe see very little of the tennis, but just enjoy what a magnificent facility they've set up there, all the, all the things you can go and see and go and do. A lot of fun for kids to be had around the place as well. But the ratings would speak to whether people thought that the tennis was of. Um, in general, a, a, that would translate. You know, if, if there's a big game on at the MCG that's going to, you know, Boxing Day, for example, mm. you know, Boxing Day test, you know, that first day, yes, you, you, you know, you get 75,000 at the MCG, but you also get a massive viewing audience. You know, I, I wonder what the final was like last night and what those figures looked at over the two weeks because your foot traffic. Generally, will match your eyeballs, but it, it may it may be different. But we'll do we'll, we'll find out a little further about exactly where that sits. But 
Yeah, I, I have my worry now for on the men's side of the draw, who fills the void because it's a yeah. massive void yeah. to be filled, and you know, we didn't have an expectation because some of those big names weren't going to the Aussie Open, but it didn't stop people going to the Open. No, but you're right about where, I mean, Carlos Alcaraz at 19 is considered to be, the, I mean, he was number one in the world, yep. but uh, wasn't able to play at this tournament. Um, Sitsipas was, he, if he had a one, he would have gone to number one in the world, yet he was dismantled in three sets. And, you know, you mentioned Rublev the other day, who I think is top 10. Yeah, at least eight, top 15. Yeah, and, and Djokovic embarrassed him. Oh. Absolutely smashed him. So there, it is a bit of a concern. Like, who's going to carry? Who will be? Who will carry the flame now? Who will be the major draw card in tennis? Be a good question for Lou Fleming, who's a resident tennis expert for us as well, been a part of our coverage and um, commentated tennis all around the world. So we'll chat to her after eight o'clock. Of course, after eight, we'll be crowning the last fan standing and sending someone and their mate to India. Looking forward to doing that. And then Jared Waitley is going to join us. Um, as well. Just a quick one for you, a question without notice. Have the Brisbane Heat got enough depth to cover Renshaw, Kwaja and Labashain, who are now heading off to India? And on Thursday, the Heat have got to take on the Scorchers. They were looking for three titles in a row. Well, because they're chairman, Ian Oh, the Healy, Sixers, sorry. They're playing the Sixers. Yeah. For a chance to play the Scorchers. Yeah. yeah. Because Heels is in the building this morning. We saw him before we mm. went on air. Yep. And just in case he's listening in a commercial break <laughs> or whatever, I think they can make that Transition quite simply. Scared of heels. Always. Is that right? Why is that? He packs a punch, heels. Does he? Yeah, my word, he does. Even with all his fingers pointing the wrong way? Yeah. And... Yeah, well, that's see, <laughs> yeah, oh. There's a bigger area of impact. <laughs> uh, as we go to the break of the 40 Wings Temper Text, uh, uh, regarding the Don, which is an interesting one, because he was brought up off the Temper Text as someone who was you know, the greatest ever but wasn't universally loved. But uh, this person pointing out that maybe by some of his teammates and administrators he wasn't loved, but the people did worship him. And he said, my dad was born in the thirties and he gave people hope and was idolized. So thank you to who sent that through. Uh, that's from George. So keep those nominations coming through as well on the 40 Winks Temper Text. You can get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks are serious about sleep. More questions without notice on summer breakfast after this. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Uh, if you don't want to know the scores, uh, NFL Conference Championships, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers. Go Niners. Before the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, earmuffs, if you don't want to know the score, but there's uh, 13 minutes uh, played in the – or 13 minutes to play or 13 minutes played in the uh, – 30 minutes played in the second quarter. The Eagles are up 7-0. Uh, they've got – Miles Sanders ran in the first touchdown of that Clash, uh, so seven nil at the moment. Eagles, and if you uh, want to check any of that out, uh, do so on the NFL Game Pass app. But don't forget that SEM will be broadcasting on the thirteenth of Feb uh, the Super Bowl. So whoever gets through from these two games, uh, we'll be broadcasting that. Jared Waitley, of course, will be leading all that action. He's going to join us too after we crown our last fan yep. standing. The question about who's next in tennis, uh, a lot of people, John, and John is so keen on this that at 7.51 he, t- he, he texts in on the 40 Wings Temper text, Kyrgios will be the next if he keeps his head on. And then at 7.51 he he, he texts, read my text. All right. 
There you go, John. There you go, John. Your text is read, and thank you for your patience uh, and us getting to it. 7.59. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're on par. We're I okay. We, I hope we didn't keep you waiting too long. Oh, doing okay, I think. Keep your questions without notice coming for WD40. Register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. 8.15 is the time. The 30 participants and finalists for the last fan Ooh. standing have been contacted. They know what order they sit in the batting order. One through 30, 11 questions. The last fan standing will be crowned and they will be heading off to India for the second test with a mate with a red carpet to be rolled out. All thanks to our very good friends at Macca's. Time for the news and time for us to get them a cafe coffee. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. It's getting very close. It's Simon O'Donnell, Sam Hargraves with you on your Monday morning, and we are just rubbing our hands together. And, and we've got to say, palms are sweaty mm. because it is a great honour that we've had bestowed upon us, Scoob, because it is upon us that we will be facilitating the quiz, the last fan standing quiz, the last last fan standing quiz. The finalists have all been notified, 30 finalists. There's 11 questions. The batting order randomly selected via the machine. Ripping questions. Great questions to come and a chance to book your seat with a mate next to you. Yep. Heading over to India for the second test. I mean, does it get much better than that? Well, it that? does. It does. One of the best you have a ever. dinner on... with the SEN crew. Oh, that's a good there. point. You've got yeah. a thousand bucks in spending money. So the whole prize, flights to you and a mate to Delhi, five nights premium, five-star accommodation. Yep. You're going to attend the sports luncheon with SEN's commentary team. Jerry Whiteley's going to join us after we um, have crowned the last fan standing winner. Corporate hospitality at the cricket, by the way. So you're going to watch it in style. A thousand dollars spending money. None of this possible without Maccas. So big thank you to Maccas. We just had a McCafe coffee. The McCafe menu today, we spoke to Noah Anderson earlier. We're going to speak to Lou Fleming uh, to wrap up the Australian Open and get her view on who is Generation Next um, and how long will it be till Novak Djokovic and can anyone knock off Novak Djokovic before he uh, steps away from world tennis. That and a whole lot more to discuss with her. Um, but it's hard to concentrate, Scoob, when you're as excited as we are on the last fan standing quiz. Well, we've got to keep a bit of a lid on it, Sammy. Well, and, but you know most of the pressure on this is on you. Well, I've been able to handle this pressure for, you know, 30 days now. Oh, there's been some shaky moments. Well, I believe I've handled the <laughs> pressure quite well. Uh, there'll be some that have rung up and wanted to try and get a spot on the plane that will believe I didn't handle it that well, that we're looking for multiple choice and a hint, things like that. There'll and be was, no hints. I was strict. I just Ooh, said no, be no hints. hints. Nothing. Off, you don't know, and you know there's a Google period here. Yeah, well, is there? We're all going to have to double check. Is there a shot clock, Brooksy? We. I'm the shot clock. You're the shot clock. I'm the shot clock. You're the shot clock. That's what adds a bit of pressure. So you're the quiz master and the shot clock. I feel there's something untoward going on. Bang, you're off. Gone. So last fan standing is going to happen at about eight fifteen. In the meantime, questions without notice. Continue, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can text in 0433981116. John's in Port Augusta, who's been waiting patiently for a little while. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Sam. Simon. G'day, John. I've got a bloke, I've got a teammate that wasn't necessarily the most loved. 
sacrilegious to say, because I realise it's like attacking Bambi. But as I've always been on, I'm not the greatest Steve Wall fan. And the late King, Shane Keith Warren, Michael John Slater, Ian Michael Chappell, these blokes were, were not fans. Um, I've read Michael Slater's book. Michael Slater said he's hard to get to know. He never, he's known Steve for a long time, but he's never known him. If that makes sense. So, John, we were we were having a conversation earlier, and John's brought up. We were asking off the back of Novak Djokovic uh, equaling Rafa Nadal, twenty two Grand Slam titles. Sitsipas said he's the greatest of all time, and I just asked off the cuff question, a question without notice, if you will. Who else has got to be the very top of the tree to be in the conversation for the greatest ever, but not to have been universally loved, not to have had the crowd always on their side and in their corner, which Novak never really has. That's an interesting one with Steve Wall because I think that's more, again, that's more some players who might have played with him or against him or, or in and around him. I think the crowds, though, love Steve Wall, the red rag and all that. Keeping that fighting theme of spirit cricket going. Love the baggy green. What about Richard Hadley? Oh, was, it, was he loved by Kiwis? Did, no. No. Oh, overly, really? No. <laughs> Is that right? No. It, Richard, so Richard had a. a Quite an air of arrogance about him, and that's what mm. made him tick. I've got nothing against him, nothing against him. That's what made him. Did you tick get along with him? Who he was, not overly, but but that was sort of him. He, he wasn't he wasn't that overtly friendly person because he didn't want to be. He he needed to do things his way to be as good as he was, and he was a superstar, absolute superstar, Sir Richard Hadley. Here's a question without notice for you. Is the re-signing of Graham Arnold, who's rejected enormous overseas interest, according to story in the Herald Sun written by uh, Dean Ritchie, Graham Arnold, who people were calling for him to be sacked, I think, about a third of the way through Australia's qualification uh, for the World Cup, their campaign by the Socceroos. And these aren't just the fa- These were experts saying, no, no, Graham Arnold's not the guy. Um, well, after an extraordinary performance at the World Cup, Last year, he's been re-signed on apparently a $6 million deal to be the coach of the Socceroos for the next four years. The players had really backed him in. There was a poll that had 85% of the people wanting him. He was pursued by clubs in Holland, Scotland and England, according to this report. So um, he it will expire after the 2026 World Cup in Canada, Mexico and the United States after the groundbreaking success that Australia had in Qatar. Is that the right call? Of course it is. To re-sign him? Yeah. Of course it is. He was named coach of the carnival. The World Cup, wasn't he? I would have to double check that. I, I can't think he quite was remember. named coach of the World Cup, if I remember rightly, was going he? back. Yes, he was. Thumbs up. Coach of the World Cup and you want to fire him. I don't, hang on. I don't want to fire him. I'm asking if you think oh, well, that I was his saying reappointment. That, yeah. You know, saying, uh, you know, people want him out. Like, I'm not sure how you do it. And that, again, it's how soccer shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, you know, everyone knows best, and you know they, they, they fight for their man, and you know, the, the coach of the carnival, and some people don't want him there. He's now going to have a mentoring role over the coaches of uh, the under twenty threes and seventeens, um, and the under twenties as well. So all we mentor. need now is Melbourne Victory to come out and say that you know they want all their their flary fans back. Well, I think they came back, didn't they? Hold that thought. That's a can of worms that we've just opened wow. up right on the bell. Uh, <laughs> hey, not too far away, last fan stand. Before we do that, we've got to do this. 
Casino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Last fan standing, thanks to Mackers. Thanks to our great mates at Maccas. Today is the day. The moment has arrived. We're giving away this extraordinary trip to the second test to see India and Australia in Delhi. Anyone that's ever been to India in whatever format they've gone there under will tell you that it is a life-changing experience. Sounds and senses, uh, you will never, ever forget this trip. Over the last three weeks on SEN Breakfast and on Dwayne's World, we've played last fan standing. We now have our 30 finalists. Today is the finale, the culmination of the last fan standing quiz. And the last fan standing at the end of this morning's 11 questions is our winner. We've worked out the order. We've put each of the 30 finalists in a random electronic draw. We've allocated them a number, the batting order, 1 to 30. We have called up our finalists in that order. There's 11 questions. Answer correctly, you keep going. Incorrect, we go to the next caller. If you don't answer or it drops out, we will move on to the next finalist. This is as ruthless as it gets because there is so much on the line. If the 11th question is still unanswered by the finalists number 30, we will start again from number one and continue to ask those questions. So what you win if you are the last fan standing, and it's all thanks to the incredibly generous people at McDonald's, Flights, for you and a mate or your partner, whoever it might be, to Delhi. Five nights, premium, five-star accommodation. You'll attend a sports luncheon with SEN's commentary team. You will be at the second test in corporate hospitality, if you don't mind. $1,000 spending money. None of this possible without the generous and very, very fine people at Maccas. Simon O'Donnell, you have been to India. You've been speaking about your experience. Is there any other country in this world that is as memorable a place to visit as India? No. Yeah, the, uh, it's a fantastic time. So our winner this morning of Last Fan Standing is going to have an absolute ball and a life experience that they will never, ever forget. You will be, it will be your dinner party story, your barbecue story mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Now, such a big responsibility on you. Oh, very much so. You've been here from the start. You and Dwayne have seen this through. Yes. And now it is on you to get this quiz right. There will right. be no clues. No clues. There will be no extended time periods for Googling no to occur. No extended time periods. We will be strict on this because yes. so much is on the line with this. It is. Are you ready? I am. The first cab off the rank, Scoob. Peter is... from Mill Park. Peter, hello to you. Yeah, g'day. How are you going? Good yeah. luck, Peter. How are you feeling, Pete? Uh, would rather not be first, but <laughs> we'll see how we go. Hey, you could carry the bat. It's been done. Okay. Peter, let's kick this off. Question one. In what year did Australia last play Test Cricket in India? Uh, that was 2017. Well done, Peter. Long start. Nicely through Peter, which early. bowler took India's first ever test hat-trick back in 2001? This is multiple choice. Now, it was against Australia in the third test. Anil Kumble, Harbhajan Singh or Javagal Srinath? Uh, I'll go Kumble. Oh, Pete. Tim, so, so sorry. Tim joins us from Cheltenham. G'day, Tim. G'day, boys. <laughs> Tim, Nervous. which bowler took India's first ever test hat-trick in 2000, 
in one against Australia in the third test. Now, we've already had Kumble. You've got Harbhajan Singh or Javagal Srinath. Yeah, I'll go Harbhajan Singh. Harbhajan Singh, you're on the money. Nicely. Just swiveling into a pull shot. First ball, four. Which batsman, Tim, holds the highest score by an Indian in home tests against Australia? Multiple choice here, Tim. Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni, or VVS Laxman? Um, I'm going to go MS Dhoni. Oh, no. Unfortunately, Tim, that is not the correct answer, which leaves two on the table, and that an opportunity arises for Rowan from Torquay. Row? Morning, you guys. How are you? Morning, Rowan. Um... Which batsman holds the highest score by an Indian in home tests against Australia? Two names left here are Sachin Tendulkar and VVS Laxman. Uh, VVS Laxman. VVS Laxman is the man. Nice. Rowan, how many successive Border Gavaskar trophies has India won? Uh, three. Oh, lovely. Lovely work. Leg Lance for Question five, Rowan. Which Australian took the most wickets during the 2020-21 test series between Australia and India? Uh, I'll go Nathan Lyon. Got it! Incorrect. Incorrect. Wall joins us from Clayton. G'day, Wall. G'day, fellas. Wall, which... Australian took the most wickets during the 2020-21 test series between Australia and India. Paddy Cummins. Paddy Cummins. He took 21 wickets. Cut shot, four runs. Question six. Which batsman holds the record for the most individual innings runs in a test match between India and Australia? Well, you've got multiple choice here. There's three names. Michael Clark, Sachin Tendulkar, or Ricky Ponting? Michael Clark. Well done, Wall. Well played, Wall. Good effort, Wall. Back-to-back boundaries. Question seven. Four to go, Wall. Feeling okay? All good? Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, Wall. Which batsman has scored the most runs in India versus Australia series history? Which batsman has scored the most runs in India versus Australia series history? Again. Three choices. Sachin Tendulkar, Ricky Ponting, or Virat Kohli? Oh, Sach- Sachin. Well done, Wall. Sachin Tendulkar Committed early to that. Unsure, but committed. Question Straight. eight. Which bowler has taken the most wickets in India versus Australia series history? Is it Nathan Lyon, Anil Kumble, or Harbhajan Singh? Kumble. Kumble, 111 wickets, Wall. Three to go, Wall. Very confident. Which Australian fast bowler, Wall, took five first innings wickets during his test debut in 1999 against India? Was it Jason Gillespie, Stuart McGill, or Brett Lee? Oh, Izzy. Jury by wow. Wall. Chris joins us from Point Cook. G'day, Chris. Good time to enter the fray. Which Australian fast bowler, Chris, took Good 
took five first innings wickets during his test debut in 1999 against India. Jason Gillespie's gone. It was either Stuart McGill or Brett Lee. Your choice. I think it was Brett Lee. Brett Lee is quite right, Chris. Chris, two questions to go. <laughs> two questions away from a trip to India, a trip of a lifetime, thanks to Mackers. Chris from Point Cook. Sachin Tendulkar has nine test centuries against Australia, which is the most between the two countries. Name the two Australian batsmen who have made eight centuries against India. There's two Australians Uh, that have made eight. Ponting and Clark. Sam joins us from Aspendale. Sam, we've got 50% of that question right. We need the other 50%. The question is, Sachin Tendulkar has nine test centuries against Australia, which is the most between the two countries. Name the two Australian batsmen who have made eight centuries against India. Now, we've got Ricky Ponting. Who is the other? Uh, All right. I'm going to go Steve Smith. Steve Smith is correct, Sam. Oh, now, Sam from Aspendale is one question away from being the last fan standing. On the line, Sam, not to make you any more nervous than you already would be, flights for you and whoever you want to take to Delhi, five nights premium, five-star accommodation. You'll attend a sporties lunch with SEN's commentary team. Corporate hospitality at the cricket is where you will view the cricket from, so you'll do it in style. $1,000 spending money as well in your Skyrocket, and it is all thanks to Maccas, and it comes down to this final question. Sam, how are you feeling? I'm hoping for a multiple choice, and my... My, I'm a little bit nervous. Okay, well, I can, um, <laughs> I can give you uh, one assurance, Sam. It's not multiple choice. Sam. The most recent test series between Australia and India was in 2020-21. Which Australian scored the most runs for that series? Uh, all right. I'm going to go with Steve Smith. Got it! Oh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Ryan joins us from Banksia Grove. G'day, Ryan. Hey, boys. How are you going? Good. The most recent test series between Australia and India was in 2020-21. Which Australian scored the most runs for the series? It's over to you, Ryan. Um... I'm going to say Davey Warner. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Matt joins us from Greenvale. Question 11. Matt, this gets you on the plane. The most recent test series between Australia and India was in 2020-21. Which Australian scored the most runs for the series, Matt? I'm going to go Marnus, Labashane. Marnus, Labashane, you're on the plane. Labashane, the plane, yahoo. Well done, Matt. 
Matty from Greenvale, you came in at number eight in the batting order and you have just taken one back over the bowler's head for the full amount, getting yourself on the plane to India, all thanks to Macca's. A life-changing experience awaits you. How are you feeling, Matty? Oh, a bit speechless, boys. It's, that's incredible. That's, yeah, I'm speechless, mate. I, I can't believe it. It's... Uh, where are you on the way to work, um, Matt? Where are you? I'm currently on the road waiting to get out the car and mow some lawns, mate. Well, well, you can mow them with a big smile on your face. You're, uh, you're on your way to India. Have you been to India before? No, I haven't. I haven't. You're about to have one of life's great experiences, Matt. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Big time. Matt, there was 30 finalists that were there for the last fan standing. You drew... Spot number eight, as it was winding down and you heard that last question, three other people had a go at it before you. Did you think, I am no chance here? Yeah, oh, no, I would have gone Stevie Smith, to be honest, and the next one I would have said Marnus, so I would have been out. Wow. Well, ha- what's the furthest you've ever travelled away from home, Matty? Uh, Europe. You've been to <laughs> Europe. You're about to fly over. He's already flown over India. We cannot thank the very good people at Macca's enough. Matty, uh, anyone that you'd like to thank? Uh, Macca's, obviously. Um, we'll go there today. We'll celebrate with a couple of meals. Yes. Um, uh, just got to make sure it's all clear with the missus now to get off because I know we've got a wedding coming up and she's in the <laughs> wedding. So it's going to be a... I reckon you'll any, find any, a way. Any, I reckon you'll find a way. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, any tips? To get away from that one? Just be honest. No, yeah. no, Matty. No. You'll, you'll be <laughs> no, fine, no. Matty. Please you, don't, you, draw, don't you, draw us into you, that. You, will, you, will, make it, that you will make it happen. So, Matty, just to refresh your memory of what you've won, flights for you and, well, hopefully it's your missus that's going with you, Five <laughs> Nights Premium Five Star Accommodation, a Sporties Lunch with SEN's commentary team, corporate hospitality at the cricket, $1,000 spending money, and none of it possible without Maccas. Congratulations, Matty. You're going to have the time of your life. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Big time. Great we stuff, uh, Matt. And well done to everyone who, who got into the final, all 30. Um, you know, we uh, we didn't quite get uh, right through and, and start again, but um, we got through nearly a third of the field, which I think was a pretty good effort. We did. And the knowledgeable cricket fans. Yes. And the finalists don't go away empty-handed. There's great prizes that will be bestowed upon them. We've got to get to the news. And on the other side of that, the captain of our Test Cricket commentary team, who will be there to meet Matt. I don't know if he's going to pick him up from the airport. I, I don't it's know. last pitch to get on the plane. I know. You, Jared, we, we will I, I speak to, to the skipper. Jared Waitley, after the news. Congratulations again to Matty. Big thanks again to Macca's last fan standing. How good was that? Jared Waitley to join us after April with the news. And thanks to SunSmart, getting down to a low of 16 tonight, then cloudy, 23 again tomorrow. And the run home with Andy Marr and Andrew Gaze is back this afternoon from 3 on SEN. Thank you very much, April. And thanks very much to Maccas. We've just crowned the last fan standing and a very, very uh, excited Matt um, has booked his place on the plane to head over to India. And the captain of the commentary team, uh, Jared Waitley, joins us to discuss what's just transpired and what will transpire. Jared, hello to you. Sam, Simon, I'm going to carry that with me for a long time. Two quintessential images of how I view our listeners. The first is Matty's pulled over outside 
his work where he's about to start mowing lawns for the day so that he can participate. And the second is the only obstacle to fulfilling his sporting dream is going to be negotiating with his wife who has them committed to a wedding. And Matty never for a moment contemplated that he might take her to India as his so-called mate. Yeah, and it, it doesn't seem like they'll be going over there together. It's just a matter of where their relationship will be at when he does get on the plane, Jared. Will you be picking him up from the airport, Jared? Because it does include a, a, a meet and greet and, uh, and a sporty with the SEN commentary team. Are you getting Matt from the airport? It depends on when my flight gets there. So I'm coming through the US after the Super Bowl. Matty might have to pick me up uh, if he beats <laughs> me there. So uh, we, we might land at, at a similar time. But no, I'm, I, I can only imagine how the, the 30 contestants there felt about their chance. I mean, cricket in India is, as is the same, Simon's lived it, as I was fortunate enough to go five years ago. But the cliches of cricket in India are cliches for a reason, and it's because they're true. As you drive along, you walk along, if there's, a, if there's a field, an empty paddock, there'll be a game of cricket happening. You walk around a corner in a crowded alley, there'll be a game of cricket happening. The country's devotion to its cricket is, it materialises wherever you are, and it is one of life's great experiences on a sporting front, for sure and certain. It certainly is quite an extraordinary place to, to watch sport being played, Jared, as well. And to have you know a team like Australia going over with such scintillating form now behind them, they've had a really good summer, and India on their home turf. I mean, yeah, it, I don't think it gets much better. No, and this is the final frontier for Australian cricket teams, it's- uh, the Aussies have had great success in national series in England over the years, but success in India has been much harder to come by. Uh, I was there five years ago. They won the first test in Pune on a pitch that had been really set up as a booby trap for them. I'll never forget arriving at the, at the team hotel the, a couple of days before the game, and they just couldn't believe what they'd seen out of the ground as describing the pitch as a creek bed, and it was... It was a strategy that blew up on India and totally backfired and Australia won in three days and Steve O'Keefe bowled in the victory. And then we went to Bangalore where Nathan Lyon bowled India out on the first day and Australia was in such a commanding position. And Virat Kohli turned the environment of that game early on day two just through the sheer force of his personality. And, uh, and Australia sort of lost in a thrilling run chase in the fourth inning. So those were the two that I experienced, and then it got much harder for Australia the longer that that tour went. And I do think that's one of the elements is you have to be successful early in a series in India because it takes a toll. The cricket itself takes a toll, and I think the time in the country historically has taken a toll as well. So um, perhaps a rage and turner in Nagpur, which will be difficult for Australia, and then Delhi will be must-win. So, yeah, I'm thoroughly looking forward to being there, and uh, I think we'll all be transfixed by it once it starts, um, because Australia is well-stocked for this challenge in, in most areas, and uh, the reputation and the legacy of this team sits very heavily in what's about to transpire over the next uh, eight months. It's very important, Jared, in all aspects that you have experience <laughs> and you have people that are tried and tested under those sorts of conditions. Now, are you happy 
taking that into account with your commentary team that's there behind you? you you I've heard there's... uh, What are you angling for here, Simon? Well, I'm just making sure that Jared's happy with the team that's there to support him. It's it's one of those questions, Simon, is it? That's higher up the tree than me. Nice try, though. See, Jared subscribes to the old way. Michael Clark wanted to be a selector and captain. Jared never wanted to be a selector and captain, Simon. You should know this. I can't get Jared on my side. (laughs) Sam's giving me the brush. Hutsey won't. He won't even come out of his office. I'm up there on the fifth floor back on his door. He won't even leave the office. Oh, it's been a tough month. So, Jared, if you if you do go pick Matt up from the airport and you do see Simon O'Donnell, he might be his plus one. So, enjoy that. Uh, that's not a bad strategy, Simon. That's not a bad strategy at all. That's looking for a new partner, I think. Uh, Jared, uh, love your work. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy India. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Uh, Jared Whateley, the captain of the SEN Test Cricket commentary team. He's going to be with Julian DeStoop. Uh, he's on his way to Warnable. Uh, and Julian DeStoop's going to reveal what he's been doing down there. Of course, you'll hear Jared uh, is covering the, and commentating the Super Bowl, which we cannot wait for. Uh, Feb 14th. Let's see if Warner can yep. get some 5G, will we? Can you send Feb some 13th of that down the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe just going through a little tricky spot there. Get, we've got to get to a break because Lou Fleming is going to wrap up uh, the Australian Open for us on the other side of this. Congratulations again to Maddie from Greenvale. Big thanks again to Maccas for making Last Fan Standing all possible. Time's almost up for us, but not before we speak to Lou Fleming about the Australian Open next on Summer Brecky. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. In a thrilling finale to the last fan standing competition, all thanks to McDonald's, Matty from Greenvale booked his ticket to go to the second test in India. All expenses, a phenomenal prize, one of the greatest ever prizes we've had on SEM. But I mentioned before that for uh, the runner-up, the runner-up does not go away empty-handed. And Ryan, uh, who just stumbled at the last hurdle, uh, he's got a double pass to the first ever WNBL game to be played at John Kane Arena. The Southside Flyers up against the Sydney Flames Saturday the 4th of Feb. He's also got a double pass to the Beachside Gift to watch Australia's best professional sprinters in action at Mentone Reserve Saturday the 4th of Feb. In third place, Sam gets himself a Signet Boost Power Bank at 59.95. Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered. And for Greg who was next in line. He's got 18 holes of golf for him and a mate with a cart at Club Mandalay. Get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Have you got a score for us, please, in the uh, conference championship for the Eagles and the 49ers? Yes, I have. It's uh, 21-7, to isn't it? It is. Because it's just gone off the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Half-time, 21-7. Who is the the 21, pray tell? Eagles. Yep. Eagles 21, 49-7. They've done it all on the ground too. Miles Sanders has two rushing touchdowns and Boston Scott uh, has the what other What do you mean one. they've done it on the ground? What's that mean? Well, if you do it through the air, you're doing it uh, via uh, passing, yeah. throwing the ball. But they're yep. just he's, at the moment, Jalen Hurts they've is just handing through. it off. Yeah, they're, they're, they're running back. 
the running backs who've just oh, been so handed the, the quarter, ball. The quarterback hasn't thrown it. Yeah. Part, just hands it off to the Hands it off to him. the running back and so he uh, weaves a, a path through like a moped in peak hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good work. I didn't know that was called, what did you call it? Along the ground. Along the ground. The Jets used to play a style of uh, offense, ground and pound, where they wouldn't really want Mark Sanchez to throw too much. When they actually made the division uh, the, the division championship back in, I think it was 2011-2012, whatever the Packers won that one with Aaron Rodgers, they played ground and pound. Did a lot, ran the ball more than they threw the ball. But Aaron Rodgers was a good quarterback, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was for the Green Bay Packers. Mark Sanchez was the New York Jets oh, quarterback, okay. and he would always have a stat line that said two touchdowns, two interceptions. So they didn't really want him to throw too often. Uh, just a little bit of NBL news. The uh, nominations for the MVP award have come through, and hard to argue with these. Bryce Cotton from the Perth Wildcats, Xavier Cooks from the Sydney Kings, and Mitch Creek from the South East Melbourne Phoenix are the three nominees for the MVP award, and the other nominees for the various awards have come through as well. What are you chuckling about? I, I love our text in people, our SEN family. We, oh. we talked about 5G down at Warrnambool. <laughs> Um, uh, Nick from Scotts Creek, he said, I live 45 minutes east of Warrnambool and we're still looking forward to getting 3G. Mm. What about <laughs> we this? were a bit, we were crackly with it. Went slightly, Jerry. in and out, a little bit a little in and crackly. out. Um, off the text, Steve Sodders, your non-selection to India stems back to the day you got bowled by Mohammed Azaruddin over there. Embarrassing stuff, says Steve. How do you feel your pitch to Jared went? Well, I thought the pitch was good because you'd gone down the road of... Mm. You know, experience there and, you know, going the journey and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know, that's that's perfect for my entree here to say, Jared, that's what you need in your team behind you over there. But he quickly shut me down. So I'm done now. I'm cooked. Mm. I, I don't have another avenue of attack to get on the plane other than possibly breaking up Matt's marriage. How long have you got left? <laughs> I, I think Matt's done a good enough job of that on his own. That's the thing. If I just parachute in there, I could be still probably look like I'm the, trying to say, say a lot, Matt, you still should be, well, yeah, talk, but don't. Would you like um, to be a fly on the wall in the conversations? Maybe, Matt, Matt maybe lovely. she'd be more comfortable with me going with Matt, knowing I have no affinity with him, no association mm. with him. That means we wouldn't be getting out on the beers. and You'd upgrade, I'd say, on the flight. It's very hard to turn right, mate. <laughs> But I just can only imagine that been, he's been saying, I've, been entering, I've ended this competition. She's like, why would you end that? We've got that wedding. Oh, I won't win. It's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. I won't win. I wonder what the conversation is going to be like at Greenvale tonight. Tense. When, Matt, you tense need to keep us updated. The negotiations there will be as tense as your negotiations with Hutchie to try and get yourself over well, in the end. He won't even come out of his office, mate. I, the, I, I've, I've put a literally a, a, an indentation in his door. I've been banging on it that hard. I know he's inside. He won't come out. Have you thought about this? It's an extreme measure. How long have you got left on summer breakfast? Gary and Tim back on the 14th. Well, are you there? For, are you... When are they coming back? First week of June. Would you consider a strike? <laughs> a strike? <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people would like Should me to strike. Have a little picket line out the yeah. front. It's not a bad idea. Strike. Hell no. O'Donnell must go <laughs> <laughs> to India. No. <laughs> There'd be, yeah, there'd be other players that join me. Hell no, I don't want to go. Don't ever let him on air again. Doesn't really rhyme that. We'll have to workshop that chant. Yeah, okay. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I'm our insurance open line is always open for you to get your last thoughts in. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the forty winks temper text back after this to wrap it all up on summer break. 
Casino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. JDS after nine o'clock, and he's been good enough to saunter in and have a little chat to us before we bid you adieu. JDS, hello. Hello, Sam. Hello, Captain Clueless. How are we? <laughs> Didn't mind that off the temper earlier. <laughs> was very good, wasn't it? Was it was very good. How, how, Don't have to tell us he's clueless. Yeah. <laughs> what about Matty? Uh, eighth in line. Three people, I think, had a crack at that last question. Oh, sometimes you just get lucky, don't you? You do. Yeah. But he still had to get it right. Still, and he still actually got to get on that plane. That's I, right. I don't think he'd be getting that lucky when he gets home. Matt. Nope. <laughs> Enjoy it over there. No, all the heavy Might not be done. that enjoyable when you get back. Hit the winning runs off the last ball, but had done very little of the run chase. Mm. That's right. That's just the way it unfolds yep. in cricket it sometimes, is. isn't it? Sometimes it just happens. Mm. Just off to Indian out. Novak Djokovic, he dealt with the Greek last night. Just Unbelievable, what? isn't he? Said, I'll have uh, Spanish instead. Mm. Just. What do you uh, what do you got on the show? Well, we're going to talk about that. So, twelve months on, have you forgiven Novak? Did he need to be forgiven? Is his dominance getting a bit predictably boring, or do you sit back and go, "I just admire watching probably the greatest tennis player, well, greatest male tennis player we've ever seen." Jared Healy had a great question last week. Rafa Nadal has a statue at Roland Garros. Not many people from other countries have statues. A very interesting out the front question. Of and he asked the question: If you go ten from ten, statue worthy? Jared Healy, he'll probably speak about that on Sports Day tonight, I'd imagine. Mm. Uh, the short answer would be yes. What's the long answer? Well, <laughs> it's complex. He's not that popular here. No, so no. would that mean you'd have to think about that more than you just would if it was uh, Roger winning 10 at Melbourne mm. Park, for example? Put a plaque down. There's no statue here of Novak Djokovic because we didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> probably... <laughs> Better off just not having anything if that's the case. <laughs> what an awkward unveiling that would be. Mm. What about Graham? Who would be at that? Yeah. What about Graham Arnold? It's one of the great turnarounds of all time in a very short space of time. It's been a weekend of 180s, hasn't it? Unbelievable. There's been plenty of other examples, but what I want to hear from them this morning, who else has been on the precipice as a coach and suddenly turned it around? There's plenty of examples in the AFL. Stewie Jew last year. Oh, there's, you know, Bomber Thompson. Yeah. Well, that's a great one. Mm. Oh. There's plenty. When? Well, is it Geelong or isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, we haven't had anyone turn it around for a long time, Simon, so no nominations here. <laughs> JDS, uh, Scoop, thanks for having me. Uh, Brooksy and Maddie, great job as well. That's it for us. Mornings is up next.